Hello, everyone. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries program. We're delighted you have joined us, and as always, we are just really looking forward to sharing with you some good things from the Word of God. Uh, very appropriate for the time and season that we all live in. And I don't know about you, but I'm desperate to hear from God. Always. <laughs> I'm always living always. on the edge, need a fresh uh, word. Not that we don't, not that we don't remember all the things that God has taught us, but we know that the ability to hear from the Holy Spirit is a day to day freshness that comes out of a hungry heart. So keep that hungry fresh heart. Fresh manna. Yeah. Fresh manna. We got to hear from God today. Day. And, um, you know, it's not because the word changes. We know that. Of course not. But it's because times and people do change and uh, hearts can change and what somebody was once for. You know, there, there's a verse in Proverbs. I want to stop and say this, um, and I'll find you the reference here soon. But it says, associate not with those that are given to a change of allegiance. And so, I, you know, you always want to stick with, as you said many years ago, dance with the one that brung you. <laughs> And stay with the word of God. And um, people can change. Good people can go bad. Bad people can, can repent and change their ways. So we, we want to keep our constant in the word of God and our constant on the person of God himself. And then stay full of the Holy Ghost, full of the word. Always be learning and growing. Uh, never rest on yesterday's laurels. But always know that you're going to have to have more more of Jesus, more of what God has. And uh, it doesn't change what we've learned, but we know that we're built on the foundation, as the Bible says, of the apostles and prophets with Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone. Yes, and yes. God says his word never changes. That's good news. That is really good news. <laughs> it's really good news. You know, when I first became a pilot way back in the 70s, um, <clears throat> we didn't have computers and things like that back mm. then. So every pilot had to keep a log. Right. And right. Uh, you had all these regulations uh, and and uh, uh, changes and, right. and updates and things exactly. like that that they would mail you. The FAA right. would mail you these to your mailbox. <clears throat> and sometimes they were just stickers. Right. And so you could actually just peel it out and <laughs> and paste it that in your, in your yeah, log. Right, right. And so they were always changing things uh, yeah. because, you know, the United States is a big place. And there's <laughs> lots and lots and lots of airports, big right, ones, little right, ones. Right. And so uh, they might send me a, a sticker and say, uh, you know, Podunkville, wherever. Uh, That's a has, new runway. Yeah, has a new <laughs> runway or, or the runway's under construction. Exactly. The, the runway 26 mm -hmm. is closed. Right. Or they've changed this frequency of the radio well, and now they've added this and blah, blah. And so you had to know that. Right. And so it was a constant. And I mean, I'd come home off of a two week missions trip or something. And, and sometimes I'd have a, I'd have a lot of homework yeah, right. that I'd have to go into my log and, and, and update everything. Right. Because if I'm going to fly somewhere, then I need to know all that. And so uh, I used to always say this back then. I'd say, I'm so glad right. that I don't get home from a two or three week missions trip and have a letter from God. <laughs> that is good. Saying, news. you know, we've changed yeah. some things in the Bible. <laughs> you know, John 3, 16 is no longer valid. <laughs> oh, uh, my. You know, we're, we're, no, longer, we're no longer healing We'd people. You know? yeah. yeah. And it's just a, such a comfort to me right. all those many years ago to right. know that not one jot not one tittle what a God. is going to pass away. That the word of God is un 
unchangeable. It's immovable. It's unfailing. It's unerring. It's absolutely immutable. And so uh, we can just pick it up today or tomorrow or next week or next month or next year, and it's still going to say the same thing. It's still going to mean the same thing. And There's not going to be a little sticky uh, (laughs) sticker from heaven saying, this scripture is not good anymore. No, This scripture is not good anymore. And just because the world evolves in their sin. Right. (laughs) You know, America's gotten to the point where we're no longer ashamed of our sin. Mm. You know, things that used to be shameful to us that we wouldn't dare do, we'd be ashamed to do. And then we moved on to the point, well, we'll do it, but we won't let anybody know it because we'd be ashamed. And that's just out in the the open where nobody's ashamed anymore. So they've gotten where they're they're unashamed of their sin. And yet we, God's word, just because America evolves or because the sinner mm. evolves or even because the carnal Christian evolves, it yeah. says, well, that's not shameful anymore. That's not a problem anymore. It's still a problem to God. No, that's right. If God didn't like it back here, he still doesn't like it. I need to look up that verse of scripture. It says, in, I think it's Psalms or Proverbs. It says, it says that when things change and baseness, oh, baseness. is rated high. Mm. And I find that that's uh, kind of where we're living right now. Crude, base. Crude, lewd, things -hmm. that were never said in public, never talked about. Uh, Mothers taught their children not to be that way or go with people that do those things. And uh, now it's just baseness. You're judged by who you run around with. Yeah, baseness (laughs) is rated high. And what, you know, what the ministry does, I think the the real wonderful. best thing that we can do as ministers and then as Christians also is to con- uh, keep you like the corporate world does mm-hmm. in continuing education. Yeah. Always, like you said about the airport and the, and the log books and the information from the FAA, all of that is to help us grow into uh, becoming better Christians, not just, I think I mentioned that on the program, First Thessalonians 4, 1 Thessalonians uh, 4.1 a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that um, Paul said, we're writing these things so that you can, you can have uh, become better at living this life. Yes, yes. He says that you will be more perfected uh, in your relationship with the Lord. Proverbs chapter one starts out in verse five. It says, I'm writing all these things to you and revealing these uh, promises to you. As you know, David's saying, Solomon's talking, you know, they're learning together. And he's saying, so that people may know how to steer their course right. Sure. And if we don't show that from the word of God, we don't preach that. And I, I love those scriptures over there in Isaiah 40. It says, get up on the high places. Isaiah chapter 40, it says, comfort. I think you mentioned that in your newsletter. Comfort, comfort my people and speak tenderly to the heart of of Jerusalem, to the heart of the people Mm -hmm, of God mm -hmm. and get up on the high places. You know, Proverbs says that it's wisdom stands at the head of the street (laughs) and calls to the people and says, all you that are simple minded, uh, we we would call that low information voters, (laughs) 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 that that you are um, maybe you're lacking in some level of IQ or you you've always been taken 
taken advantage of or you've always been you've been susceptible to being impressionable you know by people that are good bad or ugly whatever impresses your flesh and and the bible says get those of you that bring good tidings and bring the wisdom of god to the world Mm -hmm. get up on the high places and say don't be like those turn in over here change your friends change who you're listening to like the news and turn it off and get into the word of god and learn wisdom and learn how to listen to the Holy Spirit on the inside of you so that you can hear from God the wisdom of God for your life. And you're not you're Absolutely. not a, you're not a prey. You know, you're not the victim. Um, I was just reading this morning on, on the way over that and over there in uh, what? Second Timothy, chapter three, where Paul talks about perilous times setting in. Yes. And then he says, silly women. And and I think that, that led away, yeah, that are led astray uh, by the just the burden of their own conscience about things, and they they'll listen to it says they'll listen to anybody that'll teach them, mm-hmm. you know. Well, that's <laughs> that, what's wrong that's with the world today. That's a real situation they're, to find yourself. Paul in. said that the church in the last days, which is where we are now, the last right. days. Very Paul last said days. the church will turn from the truth. Exactly. Isn't that amazing? Here's the truth. Jesus said, "Father, Thy word is." Yeah truth that's and right. paul said in the last days men will turn their even christians will turn, turn their ears from the truth yeah and they'll go find somebody that'll tickle their ears isn't that something? so they'll go find teachers having itching that ears the somebody that'll tell them somebody that won't you know pastor don't preach sin to us <laughs> pastor don't tell us we can't sin Pastor, don't tell us we can't do this. Right. Pastor, don't tell me I can't be a sipping saint and have a little little whiskey on the side. Don't, you know, Pastor, don't tell me I can't shoot up every now and then. Pastor, yeah. don't. You know, I'm I'm a good guy. I'm a Christian. Yeah, Just don't tell me. Of... Don't tell me I'm doing bad. Right. Because we we you know I've got a message you you very well know and our partners know. I've got a message called "Don't Move the Post." Right. Don't move the post. God said to us in the Word. He said, "Do not move the ancient landmarks." that the fathers have set. Right, right. Back in the Old Testament, those patriarchs, those fathers, uh, right. God would say to them, uh, drive a stake right here or put some stones right here. When they right. came across the, 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 the Jordan or came across the river uh, uh, into the promised land right. there in Joshua chapter 4, Joshua, uh, God told Joshua, he said, tell the priest yes. to each one of them pick a stone up <laughs> and bring it over here and pile it to right remind here. Us and, the, and, and he said, now in the days to come, he said, "The children, even those yet unborn, isn't that something? Will pass Some by these stones one day, and they'll say, uh, Grandpa, Grandma, uh, I've been by passing by those stones all my life. What, what are those there for? What, what are those stones for? That's right. Or maybe they'd go want to move one, and Grandma's say, yeah. oh, no, don't move that. <laughs> well, why not, Grandma? Well, God told us to put those stones there yes. so that when the children would ask us what they're for, Hallelujah. we would tell them the great the facts." The and the great stories yes. of what God has done for Israel. That's right. That those stones there are when God gave us manna from heaven. Right. Those stones there, that stake you drove over there, is where we got water out of a rock. That That's where we crossed the Red Sea on dry That's ground. Right. That's where God did this for us. That's where That's God right. did this for us. That's where God did this. And he said, the, he said those stones and those stakes 
those posts right. are for everlasting covenants, covenants so that you'll remember forever exactly. what God did. And not only that you'll remember, but you'll teach your children, teach your children even those stuff. yet unborn. Yes. You'll tell them, no, this is, why this is why that stake is there. That post is there. Do not move that post. But, you know, today, Renee, here we are in the modern world today and people want to change the Bible. Preachers are even saying, well, the yeah. Bible's a fluid thing. Right, it's, a, right. it's a living thing. Well, it's not old and it's not stale. And it, and it evolves. You know, one, one famous preacher said the other day, I mean, he's not one of my famous preachers, one of my favorites, <laughs> but, but one of these famous preachers said the other day, he said, you know, my, my, my opinion of homosexuality is evolving. <laughs> evolving you can't evolve yeah. either it's wrong like the bible right. says it is or it's right like the sin says it is like the world says it is you can't you can't evolve and say well maybe no yeah. the bible's not a moving no living document that changes with the whims that changes with the times and neither is the constitution no, as an american exactly right. our post is the constitution as a christian our post is the bible and Jesus said, you don't change one word of this. You do That's not right. change one word. Woe to those, the Bible tells us, that would change, change that. anything yeah. in this book. Not good. But people are saying, oh, the Constitution's living and it's fluid. And and, and, and the forefathers, they didn't take into consideration yeah, they were, that, those, that there'd be so many people in the world or there'd be airplanes or there'd be that. cars. And, yeah. you know, and when they said we could, in America, we had the right to keep and bear arms, they weren't really talking about people having guns. <laughs> Uh, that, that, what? Because yeah. people are moving the post. No, that's right. And what's happened in church and in society in America it's a dangerous is that place. people have Very moved the post. Place. And they've come to us and they've said, you know, if you want to reach the young people, uh, you can't be so rigid right here. We need to we need to move the post to here. Right. And then they come and say, well, you know, we'd reach more women if we'd move the post here. Right. We, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd win more single people if we'd move the post here. Yeah, just keep changing a little bit. And we just bit, keep changing bit. the post, changing the post, moving the post. Till pretty soon, after a few years, you're saying, where was the original post? <laughs> that's right. And you're looking, where, where, where's the post? No, that's right. And it's moved and moved and moved and moved until nobody knows what God said anymore. Until you go back to the original. You have to, the, to go to back post. to the Word. Stay with the Word of God. And the same thing with the Constitution. You go back to the Constitution. You know, those, those, those signers of the Constitution. Here we just had Fourth of July. Uh, here a while back and uh, th those signers of the constitution there at the end of that thing they said we pledge to each other mm -hmm. those 56 signers said, we, we pledge to each words. other our honor that's it our lives our lives our fortunes fortunes and our sacred honor that's right I tell you, well, I wonder how many words. Christians today and how many worldly people today know anything about their sacred honor no, that's right. When I pledge to you my sacred honor, mm. that's an unmovable post. Should be. That's, that's an right. unmovable that's right. post. Should and be. when Jesus said these things in the Bible, they're unmovable. When God said these things in the Bible, they're unmovable. They don't evolve. That's right. They don't change with the times. They don't get they don't get more politically correct. And yet the the hell is moving on people. To continually move the Bible. That's right. Hell hates the Bible. <laughs> Hell hates the Bible. Uh, that's right. And hates God and hates Christians and hates everything to do with God. And so hell wants to be accepted. 
Hell never wants to say, oh, I'm the bad guy. I'm hell. I'm the devil. And the good guys are over here. No, hell keeps wanting to say, no, accept me as one of the good guys. That's right. Accept me and you. Let me get, let me get my nose under the flap of your tent. Let me, let me get, let me move the post <laughs> right here. And so then he's not ashamed anymore. No, that's right. And used to, there were things church people did in church. They were ashamed. And they'd come to the pastor and say, I need to repent. No, and they'd come right. to God and weep bitter tears at the altar. But anymore, there's no shame because, oh, no, I'm a, I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. Well, no, the only reason you could possibly be good is that you're washed in the blood of Jesus. That's right. Jesus said no man's good except the Father. But, uh, you know, I've had people come to me for decades and decades. I've been in the ministry 52 years. Now. I've had people come to me and say, Brother Terry, uh, Jesus did away with the law. The law's not good anymore. They're talking about the Ten Commandments. And I said, really? <laughs> Jesus did away with the law? Well, what good news that is. Isn't that wonderful? Mm -hmm. uh, tell me now, out of the Ten Commandments, which, which one did he do away with? Tell me. Tell me which one is not good anymore, not valid anymore. Now we just got three commandments or two commandments or four commandments. What, what do we have now? We used to have ten. Now we just have two. Mm. Which commandment did Jesus do away with? How about thou shalt not kill? It's okay for us to kill people now. Oh, no, Brother Terry, you can't kill people. Oh, well, what about thou shalt not commit adultery? You can commit adultery now. Oh, no, Brother Terry, you can't. I mean, preachers do and people do, but you, you, the Bible says don't do it. Uh, well, what about having other gods before you? Can we do that now? Oh, no, no, no. God's a jealous God. <laughs> well, well, what about lying? Can you lie now? No, well, no, no, you can't lie. Wow. Although every politician does, you know. So it's a matter of what, what post, what commandment, what stone, what landmark, what amendments, what constitutional, what, what, what's changed? None of them. None of them have changed. They're all just the same. See, what people don't understand, I tell people this all the time, and I say, you know, just because we're in the New Testament doesn't mean that God now likes sin. You know, in the Old Testament, he said, here's all these laws, don't sin. Well, now we're in the New Testament, so people say, oh, we're under grace, we're under grace, we're under grace. Now, now you can live like a pig and be blessed like a sheep. Now you can just do anything you want to, and God doesn't care. I call it the Jesus doesn't care doctrine. Oh, Jesus doesn't care how I live. He doesn't care if I you know, do all these things. He, he, yes, he does. God, God didn't like stuff in the Old Testament. Well, in the New Testament, he still doesn't like what he didn't like then. The only difference is, here's the difference. This will help you. The only difference is he changed the penalty. In other words, you don't die for it anymore. Under the Old Testament, if you had a teenage kid, you had a, your child's a teenager, and he smarted off to his mama or his daddy, the, the Old Testament said, take him outside to the city and stone him to death. Well, that's pretty severe punishment, but... So now God says it's okay for a teenager to be smart aleck to his parents? No, he just doesn't die for it anymore because <laughs> Jesus died for That's him. That's a relief. Yeah. Jesus paid the penalty. Mm -hmm. Now if you murder somebody, Jesus paid the penalty. Now if you lied to somebody, Jesus paid the penalty. Now if you steal from somebody, Jesus paid the penalty. You don't have to die now because Jesus died. But that doesn't mean Hallelujah. God likes it. Thank it doesn't you, mean Lord you can Jesus. now do it and God Thank doesn't care. No, 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 no. God still doesn't like it. It's still sin. 
Mm. You know, all these people on television, even these talk show hosts, you know, and um, I mean, I've even heard Oprah Winfrey and different ones used to say, well, you know, but all, all sins are just alike. And, 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 you know, this sin in the Bible and that sin in the Bible, it just doesn't matter anymore. And, uh, and ever sin's the same. I mean, if you tell a little white lie, it's just as bad as if you murder somebody. And I've always said, no, 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 you, they're not the same. People want to preach that they're the same, but they're not the same. And and I'll tell you how you can know they're not the same. Because of the penalty. Thank but, God. Because when you go back and look at the law in the Old Testament, uh, I've even heard I've even heard uh I've even heard women uh, uh, uh well I won't call their name, but I've even heard famous people say, Well, in the Old Testament, if a woman was having her menstrual cycle, uh then that was a sin and she had to stay outside the camp. And uh, she couldn't be with anybody else. And so, therefore, murder and stealing and everything else isn't any different than that. And I said, oh, no, no, no. Here, here's how you can tell the difference. The difference is the penalty. Because it, because mm-hmm. if she was in that situation, they didn't kill her. God didn't say kill her. Mm-hmm. God said she just has to separate herself from the camp for a mm-hmm. few days. So the penalty is over here is death. The penalty over here is stay out of the camp for a few days. Okay. So so there, there was different penalties for different sins. That's how you can tell that all the sins weren't the same because some penalties, God, some sins, God said, kill them dead, graveyard dead. Right. And other sins, God said, just just tell them to sacrifice a turtle dove or a sheep or something. Mm-hmm. They'll be okay. So, so but, but he still didn't like it. No, that's right. And if he didn't like it, then he doesn't like it now. That's but right. the difference is Jesus paid the penalty. Thank God. I just I, I all through the the uh, program today I just I just kept thinking about um the fact that I was so grateful for Isaiah 53 um uh, that I'm so glad that has never changed not one, not one like we said word. um you know like um I found out in reading the word through the years that that God never says if I'll do this. <laughs> I always felt like all the ifs in the Bible were for me, and yet all the promises that He committed Himself to, His word is His commitment oh, absolutely. to us. And that Isaiah 53, I think we were talking back on another program too about Psalm 115, talks about the quality of the God that we serve. And then the fact that his word never changes, that it's the same forever. Yes. And that Isaiah 53, the crux of the whole covenant relationship that we have with him is based on the death, the burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. And that that goodness and greatness is right there on the pages of that of our Bibles and that we can learn to stay steady and stable and and absolutely trusting in a God that his word does not change. Does not it ever does not change. ever change. And that in in reading all of that, you you see nothing but the great compassion that God has mm-hmm. for the human race. Mm-hmm. And that he has committed himself to us mm-hmm. in such overwhelming, wonderful words that he wrote it down for a covenant <laughs> that is signed, sealed, and ratified by the blood of Thank Jesus, that God. these words are based on the blood that cleanses us from all unrighteousness and then helps us live in lives of uh, based on his righteousness yes. and not on ours. Yes. And that all of that is so stable, Terry, 
that it's just it's net like you said it's never gonna change it's never gonna change you don't move that post you don't move it and people today are just they're just making up things and and even oh, you sure. and i hear christians say things well i know the bible says and they're so flippant oh, yeah. and they just say well i know the bible says that but you know i we just used to always so call so. those goat christians because yeah. they're always butting everything they say well i yeah. know the bible says this but but well, i know the bible says this but here's how i, I feel. just feel god wants me to do this well mm-hmm. if i know my heart and all these religious statements well, here's how god deals with me. I said, no, he doesn't. They said, what? I just can't imagine you would challenge him. Yeah, right. I said, well, right. God deals with you different than he does with me and her and him and them. And No, no, no. God said the same word for everybody. And you either well, like it, it or lump it. You don't get exactly. a vote. Yeah. And you don't get an a, opinion. There's a, it, it's a mindset um, here in America that has taken over around the world, I suppose, same way since we're living in the days of the Antichrist spirit yes. and that uh, churches are being attacked and Christians are being attacked and all of these things. But it's because the main thing is because of the absolutes of the word of God. God says the absolutes. The devil is mad that God's word never changes. Right. So he's trying and to he get, keeps trying to be accepted. He tries to get everybody to be mad that we're going to stick with the Constitution. We're going to stick right. with the Bible. We're going to stick it with what the word says. It should have changed for them and their feelings. <laughs> we love you. We're not against you. We're just for God. But you know, we said on a program the other day, we said, you know, Peter made this statement. He said, as long as I'm in this body, yeah. as long as I'm I'm breathing. I'm gonna, as long yeah, as I'm here, yeah. I am going to tell you where you're wrong. Yeah, I'm going to keep, Paul said, provoke you to more love and good works. Yeah. And then Peter said, basically, I'm just going to nag you to, yeah. as long as I'm in as this body. As long as I'm alive, I'm going to tell you where you're missing it. And that's where pastors and leaders and ministers are supposed to be doing is saying, you know, and I thought about that while you were talking to like James 1 says that it's that he said, when we look in a mirror in the morning, we forget sure. what we look like sure. and we go away. Sure. That's why you have to keep holding up the mirror of the word of God and say, this is the mirror. You know, I've gone away and looked at, you know, thought I looked real cute when I left the house in the morning. Then come around noon and come back in, (laughs) come back around noon and go, whoa, it moved. You know, the the things about me moved, but the word doesn't. To be, and I know we're about out of time, but the devil just keeps trying to move the post so he's accepted. Right, Right. And he's trying to get Christians to say, just. Sin, just move over in this area yeah, of sin. Right. Just, just move the post a little bit, little so bit. so you'll be accepted. So those people won't tell you. You know, <laughs> you, you know. Of course, I'm old school, and I'm sure people wouldn't agree with this at all. But you know, we've even got some grandkids that are pretty young. And one of them the other night said, "I mean, little little." little one of them the other night said, "Oh God," and I just, I just, <laughs> it just went all over me. I wanted to slap their mama and their daddy, and say, "How dare you let a child use God's name like this?" Oh God. Oh, God, they have no business. I don't like it when my teenagers do it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it when my 50-year-old son does it. I don't like it when anybody does it. God's name is not for you to be thrown around uh, Well, there's a holiness. Like there's a holiness and an honor that we really need to, to reach way out there and start pulling it back to uh, the reverence that we need to give the things of God. Oh, absolutely. So, well, our time is gone. And a reverence. That's the yeah, best That's, that's the, the best, best thing we can do. And it's up to us adults to, to get that back in line again and help folks and pastors and leaders and everybody. And uh, we're not we're not against you. We're for you. Just like the Word of God says. But you can't uh, live you, like a pig and be blessed like a sheep. You can find us <laughs> at terryvines.com. And uh, we love you. We're for you. We're praying for you. Thank God for all of you partners. 
partners that are so faithful to help us during this time. And uh, we're believing God with all of you for the greatness and bigness of God. And we're here to remind you every single week that you are more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors. Bye-bye, y'all.